the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. My guest today, to start the New Year's off right, is a good friend of mine, an international business advisor, Mr. Jim Wynn. How you doing, Jim? Good morning, Carl. Thank you very much for inviting me. Look forward to... Uh an engaging conversation with you this morning and uh, make friends with your audience. <laughs> well, they're going to love you, Jim. I know that because I've known you for a while and I respect you and all the things that you do to help so many different people. But before I dive into all the questions I want to ask you about what you do, let's find out a little bit about who Jim Wynn is. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are, Jim, and how your connections got you to where you're at? Sure, Carl. I will make this short. <laughs> oh, no, no. Take your you know, time, Jim. This is your show. <laughs> um, I came to the United States when I was 12, uh, back in 1980. Uh, I don't know if you remember where you were in November 16, 1979. Uh, I was on a boat uh, trying to escape from Vietnam. Wow. And um, about a year later, I ended up in Denver with a, uh, I call them my white family. I was sponsored by an American family. I left Vietnam without my parents, and um, they sponsored me to the United States. And this was June 1980, after about a year living in a refugee camp. And um, I reunited with my parents and my family in San Jose uh, about three years later, and then um, went to school there, and then uh, did my college at, at the University of San Francisco, did my uh, master's at St. Mary's, and then uh, worked in the mayor's office. And that's where I started my career. Uh, doing international work for the city, and um, my life has, uh, you know, uh, gone through many, many changes and many career changes since then. But uh, but it's it's been quite right. Man, Jim, that is, um, you know, that's an inspiring story. That's the kind of story that uh, when people talk about coming to the United States and then doing what you do now, I mean, that's, well, that's what this country really is all about. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to hear that, Jim. That's an amazing story. So um, tell me a little bit about um, uh, your family. I know you have uh, your daughter is going to St. Mary's now, too, right? Yeah, I, um, 
uh, married, uh, one daughter, she's 19, she is in her second year in college, and uh, <laughs> she's majoring in English. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that a, isn't that interesting, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, she, she majors in English. Now, um, now, now, would you say, Jim, that, uh, you know, I always think about Vietnam and the United States and doing business with Vietnam and the United States, and I, I want to dive in other things, too, but when you think of doing business with Vietnam here being in the United States, what opportunities do you think exist, you know, for people here to do business in Vietnam? I think, you know, um, as Americans, we have many, many things to offer Vietnam. You know, Vietnam is a one of the um, hottest, it has one of the hottest economy, one of the fastest growing economy in Southeast Asia. It has um, a very high literacy rate, about 90% literacy rate, meaning, you know, people with basic education, uh, they're very high on education. Um, Vietnam has a huge appetite um, to learn English and to for, uh, to advance themselves in the world economy. And so as Americans, you know, we are very plus to uh, be educated here, have good lives here. We have a lot of knowledge that we can uh, uh, teach our fellow Vietnamese in Vietnam. Um, and also with something very basic, teach them English, right? Mm-hmm. Um that's one of the things that I'm working on right now to uh, work with my partners in Vietnam to launch a venture called Schoolbird. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that we will recruit uh, uh, university grads from here, from all walk of life. I'm not talking about just, you know, people who, uh, who uh, in, in Asia, they think that if you speak English, you must be Caucasian. <laughs> Actually, it's not true. You know, right. we, we want to recruit uh, university grads from all walk of life here to go to Vietnam, you know, when you graduate, you have one to two years before you go to grad school, you decide what to do with your life. We want to recruit students like that, grads like that, to go to Vietnam to teach English. And we have partners throughout the country uh, who will welcome American students uh, and university grads to to teach in Vietnam. And that's what Schoolbird is is going to be uh, working on this next few years. Man, I love that, Jim. I love that. And what you said was very interesting that the peaks people of all diverse, you know, cultures here. If you speak English and you want to go to Vietnam and teach English, you're creating an opportunity for them to do that. Do they get paid to do that, Jim? Or is it on their own yeah, dime? Actually, actually, the cost of living in Vietnam is, is still uh, relatively low compared to the U.S. So, um, Teachers there, if you are an experienced teacher, you can get paid up to 1800 or $2,000 a month, which will go a long way in Vietnam, you know, $2,000 or 1800 You know, rent is probably only three, $300. Food, you can get by with, you know, if you live frugally, mm-hmm. maybe 10 $15 a month max. Uh, I'm wow. sorry, 10 or $15 a day max. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, the uh, food in Vietnam is fresh. You can eat on the street. Uh, there, there are all kinds of restaurants. There are all kinds of um, of offerings. You know, Western food, Asian food, Vietnamese food. Uh, you, you won't go. You won't go hungry in Vietnam. And um, uh, uh, you probably, you know, with a with an eighteen hundred dollars to two thousand dollars salary, you probably uh, can save money after you pay your rent and and uh, and uh, basic living expenses, and to have some money maybe to help pay your student loans. Right. Wow. Um, yeah. 
Now, do you have to be do you have to be like a graduate from school or could you be like um, uh, like myself? If I wanted to go over there and teach uh, English to somebody, would that be an opportunity for me or do you have to be a college grad that's here? Just um, right now, we're recruiting Americans. We uh, the the initial campaign is to target university grants, but uh, and, and that's to teaching public school. But also, there are there are also opportunities for uh, uh, mid level professionals or people who are in the middle of their you know they want to change career or they want to take off. They they don't want to do a sabbatical from their work and go to Vietnam to teach for you know a year or two. Uh, we can also make that uh, make that possible. Um, and, and we also welcome retirees because, you know, um, what the students there need is they need consistency. They need, uh, uh, they need native speakers. And mm-hmm. I will tell you uh, a not very funny story is that because Vietnam is so desperate for English teachers, there are teachers there, they recruit teachers there mainly from a pool of, uh, I would say, backpackers, you know, people who travel to Vietnam just to hang out, have fun, you know, for a few months, and they go back to their country. And many of the many of the backpackers, some are from the U.S., some are from the U.K. and native uh, English-speaking countries, but also many are from uh, Colombia, Turkey, Russia. And guess what? These guys get recruited to teach English. <laughs> you know, if you're not a native speaker and you teach English, uh, it, it, it doesn't work out. And I, I, I've been, I have not been in a class where I, I saw these native speakers teach English, but I've heard uh, uh, stories from. You know, my, my colleagues who, who attend these classes, and they were horrified uh, to see that Vietnamese students are learning English from, say, someone from Ukraine or Turkey, because, you know, they can't even understand the English that's being yeah. taught. And, uh, you know, they misspell words on the board and stuff like that. So that's not how you want to teach the next generation the Vietnamese English, right? Well, I think I'm. I think I may sign up for that because uh, t- tell me a little bit about the weather. We got about two, three minutes before this first half is over. But I heard the weather's beautiful in Vietnam. The weather is beautiful around this time between, uh, I say, fall weather and uh, between October and January, February around Vietnamese New Year, Chinese New Year. It's it's quite pleasant. Uh, it's about I would say maybe low eighty uh, compared to our weather here. Um, in the summer, uh, it, it gets a little bit um, humid, and um, you know, of course, you have to you can go hide in the, your AC uh, office or, or hotel and stuff like that. But it, it you know, it, it gets kind of humid, um, and um, I would compare it to like weather in Atlanta or Washington D.C. You know, uh, um, um, the summer, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, you well, you know, Jim. I'd like for people to know how to contact you if they're interested in in about your school bird uh, project. Would you give our listeners a way for them to reach you? Yeah. Um, please go to schoolbird.co. School as in school. S C H O O L. Then bird as in flying bird. B I R D. So schoolbird.co is a website, and uh, you can get basic information on there. You can also email me at jim at schoolbird.co or find us on Facebook. Um, we would love to uh, hear about your interest and tell you what the requirements are and, uh, and tell you all about Vietnam and why, why this is a great time to go there. Man, that sounds like a wonderful opportunity for a lot of listeners, especially young people who really have a heart to teach and and who are just getting out of school and want to maybe start off uh, seeing the world and actually going somewhere where it's wonderful, Jim. 
Jim, we got about another minute before we before we close the first half. Is there anything you want to say um, about School Bird that you can wrap up? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I um, thanks again for the opportunity for this car. But I just want to tell you, um, tell your audience that um, one of the reasons I'm starting School Bird is, you know, I myself and my partner and and the co-founders, we want young Americans to see the world, and we want young Americans to see um, a, a, a lives and activities and commerce and um, and how people thrive and work in different mm-hmm. cultures and that's why we create schoolbird because wow you know it, it's great it's great to grow up here it's great to live in America but also I think at a certain time in in an age you know we need to go out there we need to go out and see the world I think go out there and give people what you have, meaning you teach them English. Well, that's, I that's, love it, Jim. With that, right? Hey, yeah. Jim, Jim, we're going to leave it right there. We're going to catch it on the second half. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow. Participate in mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business, all with the help of the Chamber's certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a certified small business development expert advisor for free. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. And now back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. We're talking to my good friend, international business consultant and SBDC advisor, Mr. Jim Wynn. How you doing, Jim? Good to be back, Carl. Hey, Jim, um, I wanted to dive a little bit into this SBDC advising thing because, you know, I'm an SBDC advisor myself, but many people who are probably listening to the show uh, may not be aware of what the SBDC is and what what it does. So can you take a second, Jim, and let's talk about, you know, an SBDC advisor and, and, and what it does to help small businesses? Sure. So as, a, uh, as an SBDC advisor, we work one-on-one with small business owners to advise them, uh, counsel them, mentor them on um, w- when they need assistance with getting a loan to start a business or, you know, to expand their business, when they have problems getting permit with the city, when they uh, need help with marketing, um, when they need help with bookkeeping. You know, we have a, a range of services and and a a um, pretty long list of different business experts, people who have been in business for a long time. And we, you know, uh, work as business advisors for SBDC so that we can uh, share our experience with these business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I happen to work. I, I started uh, my business advising uh, consulting work with SBDC Silicon Valley. And uh, in San Francisco, I'm also a business advisor, and I work for SBC San Francisco also. About a year ago, we, uh, through, Silic- through SBC Silicon Valley, we received funding from the uh, governor's office to start SBC Vietnamese American. And so um, uh, we became SBC Vietnamese American. I have four advisors working with me, and we focus, of course, we focus on, on all business owners. But uh, one of our specialty is working with uh, small business owners from the Vietnamese community uh, who uh, may need help uh, or, uh, yeah, help with business mentoring, uh, getting assistance and, and advice on where to get the loans, um, how to, you know, finish the loan application, 
uh, and and uh, all the you know day to day business uh, small business needs that that people have. Man, that's wonderful, Jim. Because you and I both know that that is uh, when you're talking about. Uh, different cultures, you know, the language and the nuances, to have a Vietnamese SBDC advisor, which actually stands for a Small Business Development Center, certified business advisor, to actually have them working with them. I mean, it drops a lot of a lot of barriers and it helps people communicate because at the end of the day, we all want to do the same thing. We want to help someone become more successful in business. The one thing that I, I want people to know in here is that if you're able to become a client of an SBDC advisor, the services that you receive are free to you, absolutely free to you. And you actually can go with that business. You actually can get help anywhere in the United States and its territories absolutely free. That's correct, right, Jim? Yes, that's absolutely correct. I think that's so important as we as we build people up to, you know, become business owners. And when I think about that, I always think about these coalitions that we can build, Jim, to do better business. As I mentioned in the first half about doing business in Vietnam and we have your school bird project, but how to do business in Vietnam. I've always felt like um, language was probably the main barrier, because when you talk about doing business at the end of the day, People want to make money. Jim, how do you see Americans here doing business in Vietnam? And are there some specific opportunities that you've seen? Um, I think, you know, Vietnam is not unique uh, in terms of uh, being an international market in that when before you, you travel thousands of miles away to uh, sell your product or your services or introduce yourself, um, it's, it's important that you get to know the market first. You do mm-hmm. your homework first. You know that means that um, you uh, you spend some time with the department com- on the department U.S. Department of Commerce website. Um, you uh, uh, build relationship with your local Vietnamese friend uh, who uh, may have some experience going back and forth to Vietnam. They may have some good story and they may have some bad stories. So it's important that you hear uh, um, uh, from people who have experience. Um, you may want to do an exploratory trip there and, uh, you know, just get to know the country, talk to the people who've been there for a while. Um, in Samsco, there's a pretty cool association called the uh, Samsco Ho Chi Minh City, City um, uh, uh, Association. And it was founded uh, by the mayor of San Francisco some years ago uh, and uh, as well as some local uh, volunteers and um you know, attend their monthly meetings to get to know them and and seek out some of the contacts that may be beneficial in terms of uh, teaching you about the culture or some of the challenges in terms of doing business uh, in places like Vietnam. Every time I think about that, you know, I always think about uh, VABA, <laughs> our friends, the Vietnamese American Business Association, and I got that acronym right, right, Jim? That's right, uh, Vietnamese, yeah, uh, VABA, and they're very, very active. Uh, in fact, uh, they have an event uh, to celebrate Vietnamese New Year, January 25th to January 26th, uh, to celebrate Vietnamese New Year at the uh, San Jose County Fairground. And uh, hopefully, SBDC and uh, and and your association will uh, will be able to participate, Carl. Now, what is that event called? Because uh, if I I, I don't want to mispronounce it, Jim, but tell me a little bit about what is that event. It's a it's an annual event that uh, that um, 
uh, everyone get together to celebrate Vietnamese New Year. And uh, the the actual name is called Tet. Is Tet is T E T T E T Festival. It's a Tet yeah, Festival. Tet Festival. And uh, you can go to the website at TetVietnamSJ.com. So T E T then VietnamSJ.com. You can check it out and. Um, There'll be um, opportunity to sponsors, and there'll be thousands of people attending throughout the two-day event. And um, there'll be opportunity, you know, if you have a product, you have a service that you want to introduce to the Vietnamese community, this is a great place to to uh, to participate. But if you are interested in just the culture or seeing how people celebrate the New Year, if you go to this event, there'll be all kinds of food, all kinds of uh, in event, martial art event, uh, entertainment event, uh, some good music, and uh, and I'm sure Carl would love this a fashion show. They have, <laughs> they have really really cool fashion show. So uh, um, you know, I, I think uh, that got me, Jim. I think that got me. I think I think I'm going to go because it's at the Santa Clara County Fairgrounds. I know where that's at. That's at 344 Tully Road in San Jose. So that's the Santa Clara. County Fairground on Tully Road for the Tet Festival. Now, is it free to get in, or is there a cost to get in? I think that's a that's a small fee to get in. Maybe a few bucks to get in. It's not very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're there, make sure you look for uh, Carl or, or or Jim at the SBDC booth. Okay. Oh, man, that's wonderful. As a matter of fact, I love what Jim said. That's an opportunity for folks who are really trying to, uh, you know, build relationships in the Vietnamese community to think about how you can have a table and uh, kind of have exposure right there to a to an audience that's uh, that's really a buying audience. So I want everybody to think about that. If you want more information about that, you can contact Jim and he'll give his information. But if you even contact our chamber at 408-288-8806. We'll connect you best we can. How could they? Go, how could they connect can you? I, how could they connect to I you add, too, Jim? Can, mm-hmm. can, can I add, uh, can I plug uh, yes. one more thing about this event? Please. Um, I, I, I think it's really important to understand that. Um, yeah, you know, this is a Vietnamese event, and you know, when we go there, you know, you see wow, a bunch of Vietnamese hanging out. But 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 it's more than that, and I think you know, as the next generation of Vietnamese Americans as they prosper. They become more entrenched in the in the community at large. Um, it's important that this kind of event represents what we call diversity, meaning that mm-hmm. when you go to this kind of event, we should see all kinds of people, and then not just Vietnamese celebrating their 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 um, um, their you know their New Year, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, go there and experience the culture, immerse in the culture, but also share your culture. You know, maybe next year um, instead of having a booth, maybe we have entertainers from mm-hmm. from other communities. I know uh, when I spoke to the organizer, she was interested in having not just Hispanic and African-American participation, but also entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. what if we have uh, singers there that don't just sing Vietnamese, but, you know, sing uh, songs from, from different cultures so that the people who go there will experience a diversity of, of food and, and cultures and learn about other people's uh, lives and, 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 and traditions also. Oh man, that's wonderful, Jim. That's uh, that's a part of my tagline when I talk about diversity and opportunity are one. That's exactly what we want to do. We want to go there, build relationships, and understand that we all are here to uh, to do good business and to enjoy one another. Jim, as we wrap it up, we've got about a minute or so left. Is there any kind of parting remarks you'd like to share? 
I'm just blessed to uh, have you as a friend, Carl. And, um, um, you know, I always believe in um, um, working with other cultures to enrich my own culture. You know, I, I travel to many countries uh, when I work with the mayors in San Francisco, Mayor Jordan, Mayor Brown. Um, and then on the, when I have my own business, I also have many opportunities to travel. I just think that uh, as Americans, we are very lucky because we, we live in a peaceful place. And um, um, one way to give uh, to the world is to teach people what, what, we, what we have and bring to them what we have. And I think language is one, is one universal thing. So bring people your skills, like teach them English. At the same time, bring back something that you learn from their cultures, right? See how, see how they live, uh, mm-hmm. see how they work, see how they live, and, and experience that and come back. Make, make this country better because wow. we've seen how other people experience and how, how, how they function together. Well, here we go, Jim. We're out of time right now, but I want to thank my guest, Mr. Jim Wynn, for being on the show again. You can hear this again at blackchamber.com. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.